To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guild Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should. And we're perfectly okay with that. But we're also down to two again this week. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, y'all. There's no drama. There's no issues. There's just people have lives. And today it's uh, Teresa's turn to have a life. Um, So she is not on this episode, uh, but she gave us her blessing to go right ahead and have this discussion because it's a big one for us. It's Halloween 365, the most wonderful time of the year. I mean, it is the most wonderful (laughs) time of the year. Absolutely. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, Jane, introduce yourself for those that don't know, and then we'll get rolling. Um, for those of you listening who don't know me, my name is Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at Real Mousewife WDW. And I'm Patty Holiday from the No Guilt Universe, which is my way of saying uh, No Guilt Disney.com, No Guilt Travel, No Guilt Fangirl, No Guilt Life. And I even have a side business at home that I do that's called the No Guilt Yard Card. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's the No Guilt Universe. I just live inside of it. Um, And we are here to talk to you about one of our most favorite times of the year at Disney. And we are just saying at Disney because Jane went coast to coast this year for her Halloween experiences. I've done this a couple of times. I'm a huge believer in getting as much Halloween in as you can. Um, And just the last two years, I've been able to go to Disneyland as well as Disney World. Uh, This year, I'm not going to Disney World for Halloween. I did... I I had to make that choice because the Disneyland trip was a lot longer than I expected it to be. But that being said, Jane last night is hot off of the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. And just a couple of weeks ago, we went out to Disneyland and did Oogie Boogie Bash together. And uh, we got to talk about it. We got to talk about it because, as you know, we have some, some strong feelings about Halloween, particularly Jane. Jane, please tell us why you love it so much. I do. I just love Halloween. Um, I love costumes and pumpkins. And growing up in the Northeast, you know, fall was a magical time of year. And the chill in the air and the spooky things. I I just, I love everything about it. Um, So Halloween is definitely my holiday. Um, I understand people love Christmas. I love Christmas too, but I don't love it as much as I love Halloween. So I am a big proponent of Halloween 365 days out of the year. Um, And I just need Disney to get on board. Uh, You know, I think they might be listening because I think they're edging that way. If you remember, there was that announcement at the Disney Parks panel at D23 Expo that mentioned like possibly they're considering adding on like a villain's land behind Big Thunder Mountain Railroad over at uh, Walt Disney World. And I'm like, see? Yeah, we gave them that 365. We we were like, listen, listen, we, we want it. You want it. Let's make it happen. So no, it's that's- not, like, not like the fan community has been begging for that for almost 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. I mean, it's not like it's a huge stretch, but I'm going to take credit for it. OK, sure. um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. And if that ever happens, they it, it, they they termed it under their blue sky things. In other words, they throw out a lot of things that they want to discuss and talk about and decide what should go forward in the future. So this was one of them. We are definitely not saying it's going to happen, but 
We are also saying we would not hate it if it did. So there you go. Yeah, right. and I think I think I, I I did not get a chance to chime in on the D twenty three episode, um, just because I came home with D twenty three itis. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I know that people, a lot of people, were disappointed about the blue sky announcements, and I really want to say that, like, you know, I think some of the blue sky announcements are thrown out there to see how people do react. What is it people are excited about? So. You know, yeah, there's nothing concrete, but, you know, keep your enthusiasm going because we will definitely talk about enthusiasm in this episode again. Um, (laughs) But enthusiasm (laughs) drives a lot around Disney. I am 100% convinced about that. I think it does, too. I think they want to give the people what they're looking for as much as they can. Uh, So, so let's dive into this. And I'm going to let you kind of you know, drive this bus just like I let Teresa do the last one because you've been to both coasts this year. Uh, I went to Mickey's Not So Scary every year since I think 2012 um, minus COVID years. I did go actually in 2020 when they did Halloween light. They did not do a party that year, but they had some Halloween stuff out that was not included um, in a separate ticketed event, which was awesome because we got to see um, the cavalcades at the time and we got yeah, to see have, yeah, we got to take magic shots. We got to wear costumes as a normal person on any day you wanted to go to Walt Disney World in 2020 for the Halloween season. Um, it was a, just a little bit more like open for the, for that to happen. Um, that is no longer the case. They are back to basically business as usual for the most part with this party coming back. Um, I did not go this year. I didn't go, I didn't go in 2021 either. Did I not go? Yeah, I didn't go. I didn't go to the party in 2021 because that was a different party. It was, um, the bougier, more expensive party that I didn't (laughs) think was worth it. And, but you did. And, and if you guys want to hear about that, um, you can go back to, uh, dig deep into our archives. Cause look, we got archives, man. We got, we got, we got stuff. Um, there's another (laughs) Halloween 365 discussion back there. And that was, um, Jane talking about in particular that, that party and what she liked and what she thought was worth it and that sort of thing. Um, so one thing we are going to try to answer, or at least I hope we try to answer in this discussion is the the age-old question, is paying for a specialty party worth it? Especially if you're somebody like both of us who are annual pass holders. So, you know, we can get some of the Halloween experiences just any day that we want to go to, to Disney World, essentially. Um, but this is a special pullout experience that they do. And you know, is it worth it? And I do want to focus on that. And then um, there is going to be, look, I hate to do this. I am a mom. I hate to say, compare and contrast my kids. But I feel like that's what we're going to have to do here when we compare and contrast what Disney World does versus what Disneyland does. It's going to be a little painful to hear y'all. It is. It is. And there's going to be people that are going to be mad about what we have to say. But we feel like it's also important for everyone to understand how amazing the West Coast party is. That's true. <laughs> Spoiler. That's true. Okay, but we'll get, there. Not, we'll get there. Not to say that Disney World doesn't have great things about it. And I certainly will touch on that and rave about them. But, um, you know, yes, it is. It is wildly different. It's very different. It's very, and it's, it's, it's different on a lot of different levels, including just the vibe, at least 
in my experience, that's how I felt about it. Um, all right. So let's, let's jump in. You tell me what you want to talk about first and we'll go from there. Um, okay, so I will start talking about last night because it's most fresh in my mind, and we'll probably just do some compare and contrasting along the way. Um, if you've ever listened to this podcast before or you're a part of our Facebook group, hint, hint, No Guilt Disney on Facebook, come join us. Um, you will know that I believe in trick-or-treating for adults. I believe that we have earned the right at least once a year, if not more, to go knock on someone's door and let them give you a treat or a trick or something, a beer, some wine, perhaps some candy. I'm a fan. Now, Patty, on the other hand, Patty has some strong feelings about going to CVS. <laughs> Listen, my only issue is um, the the joy of trick-or-treating is there. I, I'm not a curmudgeon. Like, I do enjoy it as well. But... I'm talking like being strategic and particularly being strategic at Walt Disney World. I would prefer to skip the treat trails and focus more on some of the other things that they do during the party. And that does include writing some of these attractions with a zero or very low weights. Now, that's my past experience. My understanding is the first thing you're going to mention here is how are the crowds at this particular party last night? They were off the rails. Oh, no. So uh, I do believe, and obviously, you know, you can't be in all places within the park at one, one, any one given time. And, you know, I always say this when we see photos um, and comments on, you know, social media that say, oh, my God, the parks are overcrowded. And then you see somebody that says, I was in the parks today and look at the photos that I took. There was no one here. Right. 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 So you yep. can't be in all parks in all places at all at one time. So I do understand that. And we um, I did not enter early for this party. We did enter right around seven o'clock. Um, that's usually not my plan. The the Disney World Mickey's not so scary Halloween party ticket allows you entry into Magic Kingdom at 4 p.m. So let's start there. Um, unfortunately it's on a Friday. I work, things happen. It takes me a little longer to get ready, things like that. Um, so I did arrive at about seven o'clock. Normally I would arrive a little bit earlier. I always highly recommend you go get yourself a meal before the party starts. You sit down like, and Patty and I did the same, same plan of attack in California, we went early as soon as our ticket was available for that day, which at Oogie Boogie, you can enter at three o'clock for their six o'clock party. Um, we went early, we sat down, we had a little something to eat. That way you're not wasting your party time, right? You maximize all the time that you paid for additionally in this party. Correct. When you enter Magic Kingdom, you come through the front gate, they immediately give you your, your bracelet, and then they take you up the back you don't go up Main Street because they're still exiting guests from the regular regular park day. So they take you behind to the right and behind the stores to go up to the castle area, to the hub area. And it's cute and it's decorated and there's photos there and adorable, you know, Halloween figures. It's a great little photo op. There's your first candy trail. You get your bag, the whole thing. I think because they do that – 
most of the crowd hangs a right and goes to Tomorrowland, Mm -hmm, which, mm -hmm. by the way, we did as well. So when we got into Tomorrowland, it was absolute chaos. Oh, I bet it was. Yeah, I I can visualize this happening. Yeah. Yes. And so, um, you know, we, we grabbed our little map. I took a look. The great thing is there are four party overlays for rides, which this is where I align with Patty. If you get a chance and you go, I will absolutely do the party overlay, you know, the rides with the party overlays um, because you can't get them any other time. Well, and that's one thing that I think is um, important to point out, like the difference between the two parties as well is at Disneyland, the Halloween overlays are not special just for the parties. So the Halloween overlays that you can experience at Disneyland are there even if you're just a regular park day ticket person. Where at Walt Disney World, they only flip the switch. They only do these things um, for the the parties that that make these specific um, attractions a little bit more special. So... At Disneyland, if you are, you know, planning to go to Disneyland on a vacation or if you're an annual pass holder or whatever, um, maybe you don't need to focus on the attractions or at least maybe you don't. I didn't feel the pressure to ride all the attractions when we were there because I knew that we could do that the very next day, which we did. (laughs) Um, Where over at Disney World, it's only during the party. So if you... I don't want to say if you want to experience them. I'm saying you should experience them. So you want to make a point to go and do these couple of things. If you're a big Halloween person and you want that specialness, um, that's part of your party ticket. That's literally something that they're adding to the the price that you just paid to get in. So definitely do not skip those attractions. Um, do you have a list of what those attractions are offhand? I do. Um, and I would just also like to say that when I say overlay – Disney actually calls them Halloween twists because they're <laughs> they're not when we say overlay, right? Everybody thinks like Haunted Mansion Holiday right. or you know <laughs> right, Monsters right, right, After right, Dark. Right. And when I tell you like these are not anywhere near as amazing as those types of things out in California. Um so the twist attractions are Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Mad Tea Party, Monsters, Inc., Laugh Floor, and Space Mountain. We did Monsters, Inc., Laugh Floor. That's actually the first place I went. By the way, I'm obsessed with that attraction, Halloween (laughs) or not. Um, That's a whole other, like, underrated thing that goes on. Um, And Pirates of the Caribbean. So we did those two. We walked past Mad Tea Party, we're just not sit in a teacup and spin kind of people. Our intention was to hit Space Mountain, um, but we just didn't have time. So we wound up passing on it. That's all. Okay. All right. But I think like everybody took that right into Tomorrowland. And the first thing we did, as I think everybody else, was we tried to pop into Monsters, Inc. And... It's so, like, is the line really long? No, of course not. The line is, like, a minute, right? It takes you a minute to, like, walk through. It's not even a walk into the line and hold thing. It's literally everybody trying to get through the treat trails because there's a there is a show that happens in Monsters, Inc., but people are walking through it as it's happening, 
and there's two candy stops that are in there. Okay. So it's just getting the amount of people through there, but everywhere in Tomorrowland was wrapped around lines, like to the point that I was like, I literally turned to the people I was with and I was like, you guys can have at these lines. I will go sit down and I will buy my candy at CVS. And for me to say that is a big deal. <laughs> it is a big deal. It is a big deal. Uh, yeah, because that's that's they sell this party as it's going to be a limited attended party and it's not going to be that crowded and whatnot. But it does feel like in recent years um, that they're not. They're not limiting all that much. Um, once upon a time when we went, I mean, well, gosh, even Jane, the last time you and I went together, which was in 2019, mm-hmm. um, we ended up going there. And coincidentally, this was the week that a hurricane was coming <laughs> to Walt Disney Correct. World. And so uh, Jane was staying on property to uh, hang out from the, the hurricane, but I was there as well. And we ended up going to the Halloween party. And if I remember correctly, there were no waits, there were no lines. We showed up after like at seven o'clock ish as well. We did not get there early. But I remember it feeling pretty pretty open and carefree. But your description, if I remember from last year, was also that it was crowded. And then I have seen lots of people saying that this year's Halloween parties at Disney World seem to be very full. Um, So take that as you will. Yeah, last year's party, which was Boo Bash, was an expensive version of Halloween light. (laughs) Right. But it actually was empty. So, yeah, last year's version was very, 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 very empty. And um, but it was a different it was a different feel and it was a different experience. It was only three hours long. I remember because we were talking about it last night. I, I go with my same friends and we were like, remember last year? That, you know, in the three hours that we had, because it was an after hours party. Right. We were able to complete everything we wanted to do and within, you know, two hours. And so, like, we weren't, you know, holding on for every last moment. And we did mm-hmm. discuss the same thing you and I had at Oogie Boogie Bash. We were done by 1030. We were. You know, mm-hmm. We left that party early. <laughs> like, we did. We did. And and we all we felt satisfied with everything we got out of the party that we could leave right. early. It wasn't like you know, oh I'm I'm too tired or no. It was like oh we've done everything we want to do, so like we're good to go. Um, I definitely think with Mickey's not so scary. It is a if you do not have small children, I do understand you know small children play another part in this. I do not have small children. I do not have any children. It is only about me. Um, then yes, it is a seven to 12 party and you will be there from seven to 12. I did not get home until 2 (laughs) a.m. Okay. So you were, yes. All right. So you, that you did stay out the whole time. All right. Um, so tip number one, if you can, you want to show up early, uh, get in early. Also, if you have a theme park reservation for that day for Magic Kingdom and you're already in the park, you do not have to go to the front of the park to get your party wristband. You do need to get your wristband in order to be able to stay in the park. Um, when, cause they, they start looking, they'll basically hold their, the, the cast members will be standing there, like holding their wrists up, kind of waving them, you know, to see you 
wave back with your wrists um, so that they know that you're a party guest. And if you're not, then they ask you to please, you know, start heading towards the exit once the party starts. But if you're already in the park, um, you can pick them up at a multiple different places. And um, Oogie Boogie Bash did the same thing. Um, Jane and I actually did not come through the front entrance of um, Oogie Boogie Bash. We came in through the California Adventure entrance and we were able to... The Grand to- California entrance. Oh, thank you. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It is we an came- adventure. <laughs> it is an adventure. It was an adventure. Um, we came in through the Grand Californian entrance and were able to no wait, no stop, no no issue at all. They gave us wristband. And that's something that I discovered last year when I did make the mistake of coming in through the front entrance at Oogie Boogie Bash. There was a huge line, A, to get in, and, and B... They had this huge line to get your wristband. And I was like, they've got to have other places that you can get your wristband. And sure enough, they did. So that's my tip if you're at either party and you can, and you're already in the park, there's just no need for you to go back to the front of the park and add to that mess. Um, there will be other locations where you can pick up your wristband. So if you're doing Mickey's Not So Scary <clears throat> or Oogie Boogie later on this month, keep that in mind. Find somewhere else <laughs> to get your wristbands. Um, there's a couple of different locations. You'll see signs that say, get your wristband here, ask a cast member. All of that will get you to the right place. also have it listed on the blogs that will be linked in the show notes. Yeah, so we started um, our focus, like I said, our focus is always, you know, trick or treat. We love getting our free candy, getting our $130 worth of free candy. Um, I did, you know, I did weigh my candy this morning when I came home and I had four and a half pounds of candy. I'm one person. That's a good haul. That's a good haul. I think so. Um, But I had some challenges. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's talk about those. I tried really, really hard. So this year was my very first Oogie Boogie Bash. I'd never been before. I've never done Disneyland Halloween. Um, And I tried really, really hard to come back to Florida off this high that I had from California. And... About, I don't know, I would say probably about an hour into the party, I turned and I said, I really was hoping that I wasn't going to say it and like, I'm going to let it go. But it's just not the same. Now, I did have a time later on in the evening where I was like, okay, this this is way better. This is definitely way better. So there are things that are better about Florida than California, but particularly the treat trails. So there, I counted this morning, there are 14 treat trails at Magic Kingdom. There are 11 treat trails at Disney, uh, at California Adventure. So at Oogie Boogie Bash has 11, Magic Kingdom has 14. However, Magic Kingdom has no characters on them. The only thing you're seeing is other people and the lovely cast members that hand you your candy who, by the way, are amazing. Thank you so much. If you, any, any of you are listening, we love you. We love our Francisco's. We do. <laughs> but being able to see the characters and for candy-driven people, having three or four candy stops on every tree trail is massive. <laughs> it it made a big difference, didn't it? And it, and it also, I think that's why I... 
uh, have decided that that from here on out, my financial um, assistance <laughs> for the month of September, October to Disney will be donated to the West Coast for this uh, very reason. Um, because uh, as you guys know, I'm not – I can skip the, the trick-or-treating. However – at Oogie Boogie, they put characters on most, not on every single one of them, but on most of the treat trails, there is an actual character. They are villains. They are amazing. They bring amazing. out their A-game actors for these big parties. And I, I, I was so happy. Like, we spent so much time at Oogie Boogie going through all the treat trails that I didn't even think about writing Guardians After Dark which is also super fun and amazing and awesome, but I didn't care about writing the you know short waits for any rides because I was so happy seeing all these characters. I also love how they do this is that the characters you have a treat trail and so you're walking through so it's it's keep it moving people kind of idea and you can like stop and take a little video or you know listen to Ernesto de la Cruz sing which we amazing. did which was amazing that was amazing. a great costume a great performance a great everything the aesthetic was awesome i mean it just it was so good so good um so you can stop it's not like they're pushing you through but honestly if you didn't get enough the first time of the character and you wanted more, just walk all the way through and get right back in line and keep going. And it, and it's you're never like stopping and standing and waiting. You are moving through the treat trails. So it appeals to me is that I'm able to double dip. I'm able to do two things at once. I'm able to have this character interaction. I'm able to take character photos, um, but also they're jumping handfuls of candy in my bag. So, you know, I wasn't complaining. Um, I loved that where in comparison at Mickey's not so scary Halloween party over in, in Disney world, those treat trails are just, I don't know, dumb and boring to me. Uh, you're just walking through and getting candy thrown in your bag. And that's why I always say, just go buy a bag of, at CVS and go find other things to do at those parties. Well, you're so, doing one or the other. Right, yeah. you have to make a choice. Right, right. So Magic Kingdom has Mickey's not so scary. Sorry, I'm going to call them you know interchangeably a bunch of different things. Um, there's a ton of characters that you can go meet, of which I cannot name more than three of them because I don't go see any of them here. Um, <laughs> I have a list if you want to know who you can meet at Mickey's Not So Scary. Um, I do have a list. Job. Yes, I know I'm, that. Like, I'm you right can on meet top Jack of it, and Rose. Sally, right? <laughs> I'm right on top of it, Rose. So, like, Jack <laughs> and Sally is always a highlight at Mickey's Not So Scary. The line is very, very long. Um, we did, you know, we did one of the character meet and greets. We we did the Sanderson sisters. It was. Mini Donald, uh, no, Mini Daisy and Clarabelle dressed as the Sanderson sisters, which is completely special. Wait, and we waited, but but, but, but let's clarify: that's at Disneyland. Disneyland. You will not meet the Sanderson sisters at Mickey's Not So Scary. Correct. You will meet them this year over at Disneyland. I just wanted to make sure that we're like making the separation and the difference. And so, yes, there are like traditional meet and greets at. at, at Disneyland, I feel like we're getting confused. Okay, so at Disneyland, you you get two options for characters. Some are standalone characters with no candy. They're your traditional meet and greet. You walk up, you talk to them, you take your picture, you do your poses, and you strut away. 
you also get the treat trails where you just meander through and the characters are there talking to you the whole time and it's amazing. So that's what happens at Disneyland. At Disney World, your treat trails have no characters, yet they have a ton and I think they have more of the standalone characters at Mickey's yes. Not So Scary for you to go stand in line with and take pictures with than you do at Disneyland. So, I, you know, I'm just kind of glancing over this list, which I will also link there if you want to know where you can find them and who you might see um, for Mickey's Not So Scary. One thing I did want to point out, Jane, like in years past, we always had all seven of these um, of, the, of Snow White's dwarves. They don't have them this year. They which- do not. It was a choice. Like, I'm, I was actually surprised because that's kind of the staple and everybody really loves that line is always huge. Um, but they did not have them this year. You had Mickey Mouse. You had Jack and Sally. You did have um, the other Fab Five in their, um, in their you know, uh, Halloween costumes. You have your princesses, which I think is also kind of a, a cheat. Um, you can meet the princesses, but you can meet those during... A regular part, a regular park ticket day as well. Like the princesses aren't showing up in costumes. <laughs> they're they're just they're just wearing their regular princessy clothes. They're not you know Halloweened out in any way. Um, so you know there there are some special ones though. Like you get to get uh, Elvis Stitch at Mickey's Not So Scary. Um, all of the Alice and the um, Mad Hatter and Queen of Hearts and all of them were out. Um, a bunch of the Winnie the Pooh characters were out. Um, so yeah, and they're and you, usually in costume and, and uh, the, Winnie yes. the Pooh characters are in costume and the cute little Halloween costumes. They're just adorable. So yeah, Ariel you do. And Eric was out. Mm-hmm. Um, Jasmine yep. was out with the genie. Jafar was out meeting. So if you're, if you're, if you're in it for, I want to stand next to you and interact with a character. Disney World wins. Right. Agreed. If you are in it for, if you love villains, first of all, West Coast, and if you just want to see them, I'm an adult. I kind of just want to see them, let them do their thing. West Coast. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to have the like one-on-one interaction, but honestly, we you get some of that too. Like uh, w- the one that stands out to me always is uh, Dr. Facilier and how he will like call people out and t- talk about what, what they're doing or, you Can know, whatever. Can we have a conversation about Dr. Facilier? Uh, we should. Yeah, of course we can. Tired of stressing over hitting the refresh button on your dream Disney dining reservation 100 times a day? Mouse Dining removes that frustration of booking Disney dining reservations, alerting you when availability is spotted for your desired restaurant, date, meal, and time. Mouse Dining offers both monthly and annual subscriptions, making it perfect for your family and friends' vacations, annual passholder adventures, or travel agent services. Use code NOGUILT, N-O-G-U-I-L-T, at checkout for $5 off your monthly or annual subscriptions. Now listen, I've used Mouse Dining to great success over the years. It's simple, it's user-friendly, and most importantly, it's accurate. 
As long as you are able to jump right on and secure those hard to find resis when they alert you, you'll get a text, you'll get an email, it's awesome, you are golden. Again, you can use the code NOGUILT for $5 off your mouse dining subscription. Because last night even, we were just like, my gosh, I love every single Dr. Facilier, every moment we can get with Dr. Facilier. And it, he was in the castle show. He was in the parade and unbelievable. Like, as we had the same experience out in California. We saw Dr. Facilier on a tree trail out of this world. We saw him in the parade out of this world. Mm-hmm. And just, I honestly am starting, this is starting to become a Dr. Facilier podcast. <laughs> it may turn out to be that way. Um, when I was writing up some blog posts, I was looking for pictures of Dr. Facilier and I found um, I found one of me and I told the story. I, I literally had to like chase him around the, uh, sa- I think it's the sailing ship Columbia over in Disneyland yes, yes. to try to get a picture with me. And and then he was saying something like, well, you're the one that's chasing after me, I guess, you know, <laughs> and what do you want? I mean, he was so good. So good. So good. Um, and, and that was, I don't know, that was like five years ago. But um, but it was just this great experience also. So yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm on board with that. I mean, this can be the No Guilt Disney podcast who loves Dr. Facilier. TM. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I also am looking forward to Disney announcing a live action um, Princess and the Frog, where Dr. Facilier is played by the guy in Bridgerton season one. <laughs> I would be so down with that. Right? He, like, oh, let's talk about the casting of that. <laughs> that would, he would, he would kill it. Let's just, he let's would be honest. absolutely kill it. And let's be honest, we would all, we would all sign up to go see that just for him. Listen, we're throwing money at the Duke, okay? So anything that they want to do with the Duke in it, we'll take it. (laughs) All right, all right. Side note. um, That's our doctor. Yeah, yeah. That's our Dr. Facilier love. Let's move on. Um, So back to what we were saying was back at uh, Disneyland, we did stand in line for one long character meet and greet. And we, we, I think that's the only one we stood in line for, right? Yes. Okay. And that was the Sanderson sisters. I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to segue just a little bit here too as well. So for those that don't know, I don't really, I'm not a hocus pocus person. Like I'm not totally, it's not my jam. It's not my thing. How do you feel about hocus pocus? I love hocus pocus. I'm not like over the top. I'm not decorating my whole house and all the Sanderson sisters merchandise and all that good stuff. But I love them. They're part of, you know, they're part of my growing up. They're part of just silliness and it's really one of the like classic Halloween movies and you know I just think it's great casting I do love Bette Midler so much um you know Sarah Jessica Parker as well so I mean Kathy and Jimmy I mean literally the casting is phenomenal 
Oh, um, it's it's really good. They're they're all brilliant ladies. Um, so I think good. somewhere I missed when it came out. It just was not on my radar to go see. So I missed the joy that uh, you know people our age have when it comes to the Sanderson sisters. They're just not my jam. So, but however, I do really love characters and I really love these costumes. And so I was a thousand percent like the first place we're going to go is is take a picture with Sanderson sisters. If you don't want to stand in line, I will stand in line. But I was committed to that. And I think we we ended up like spending two and a half hours <laughs> or right at two and a half hours in line to take this picture. That's now, cool. yeah. yeah, now that being said, we were there early before the actual party had started. So truly, we only dipped into a little bit of party time waiting to take this picture. So I don't feel like it was a loss or that we, you know, missed anything. While I stood in line, Jane kind of walked around to see what she could find. And then she switched out with me and I looked around to see what was happening in Avengers Campus because I was hoping that we would get a, a zombie cap sighting early in the day. And then I realized that they were only bringing out zombie cap for the party people. So therefore, they were not going to bring him out until the official party started. So that made much more sense. So it was kind of a waste to like be standing around over there, but it's never a waste to stand around in Avengers campus, in my opinion. Um, anyway, so we did like do other things. We, you know, popped in and out of line and we were amused enough. There were some great costumes in line that we were able to, to check out and look at as well. But we got our pictures with the Sanderson sisters and I was like, all right, you know, check. I, I did this as a, older, or I guess I'm mid-level Gen Z, um, I feel like I'm, I just don't have that Sanderson sisters like love. Now, that being said, Sanderson sisters are at Walt Disney World, but they are only Real. in the stage cook. Yeah. In the stage show and they're live actors. They're not in right. costume. It's not the characters. Um, and I know everybody loves that too. And all, the reason why I'm bringing up Hocus Pocus and the Sanderson sisters is to tell you that I have a quick review of Hocus Pocus 2. So it came to... Uh, I'm we, jealous. We, I know, I know. So last night while you were at Oogie Bo- or while you were at Mickey's Not So Scary, I was spending some time with the Sanderson sisters. And I will tell you this, I really liked it. Yay! Um, yeah, the, 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 there's still some things that kind of made me like roll my eyes. If you have kids, be prepared to literally explain what a virgin is because there's a kid in this, there's a kid in this episode that straight up asks, what's a virgin? And he gets some, you know, stupid answer. And so I'm like, oh, parents are going to actually have to address that now because I can just see, I could have seen my Lucy. I mean, she knows what one is now, but I could have seen my Lucy turn to look at me and go, yeah, what is a virgin? I've been wondering. (laughs) So uh, the virgin sitch is still a thing in uh, Hocus Pocus 2. But outside of that, you know, it was, it was, I felt it was uh, a better storyline. It was um, actually a little bit more, not quite emotional, but enduring. Um, there's some great sisterly moments. Uh, there's some growth, thankfully, in Sarah Jessica Parker's character. I think that was my um, issue with the first one is I felt like they just treated her so stupidly. Well, they still treat her stupidly, but she gets a little bit more in this next one. Kathy Jimmy is great. She has some of the best lines. And then 
the incomparable Miss Bette Midler. I mean, you just... The divine Miss M. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. So all good things, and I just wanted to throw that out there, is that um, by the time this comes out, it will be on Disney+. Plus. If you haven't seen it yet and you're not a fan of it, I will also link in show notes the uh, the parent's guide if you want to know kind of ahead of time what's what's happening and what's, what you're going to have to talk about. But um, but it was it was really good from even an adult perspective. I will be curious, Jane, to see if you like it as much as I did. I like this a lot better than the first one. The first one was just a lot of cheese for me. This one's still cheesy, but I feel like it's I don't know, a little bit more sophisticated cheese. <laughs> so um, it hits better as far as I'm concerned. Um, and now I will consider myself a fan of Hocus Pocus. Well, that is good to hear. I know. Hey, we're announcing everything on 365, Halloween 365. That's that's my announcement. Um, and so now we can move back to the parks <laughs> and talk a little bit more about them. So we, we've covered the treat trails and we've covered the character meet and greets on both sides. And we're going to say, is this accurate, Jane? Disneyland wins yes. for both? Yes. I feel like for quality of characters, Disneyland wins for both this year. Correct. I think if you have a small young child who does not love villains, Florida right. wins. Florida wins. Agreed. If Agreed. you have a teen, an adult, a kid who really appreciates villains, then um, definitely California wins. Absolutely. Yep. I, I agree with that assessment. I agree with that assessment. Uh, so in future planning, keep that in mind. I think um, Oogie Boogie definitely tends to be, well, a little scarier than Mickey's Not So Scary. That one definitely tends to be the Fab Five, more traditional characters just happen to be in costumes. Okay. So one of the things that we talked about last night that was not character related, um, but was interesting there are tons and tons of photo pass options in at Mickey's Not So Scary in Magic yep. Kingdom, of yep. which we did zero of them. <laughs> um, and one of the reasons that we didn't do them is because we've done them all before. Right. So, right. But there are tons of options that are party exclusive. Mm -hmm. And this was something that when I went out to Oogie Boogie Bash, I had stopped a few people. I had talked to PhotoPass people, some managers. And I was like, hey, do you have any photos that are party exclusives? Because I want them. Particularly because Oogie Boogie Bash includes a PhotoPass. Right. Whereas Not So Scary does not. However, right. if you already have a magic maker or whatever out here, then you can put your party ticket, your party photos on it. And we have that with our annual passes. So I could have taken all of the photos, um, but we just chose not to. But it was something that I did look at. And I was like, you know, what's so funny is how many photo options there were out here where you don't get it compared to there where you do get it. So it was just a weird thing for me. It, that is a that is a, a weird um, comparison, and I don't have the answer as to why Disneyland does this because uh, Disneyland also offers the photo pass. It's included with your Genie Plus day. When you buy the Genie Plus product, you also get photos that day. 
Well, Disney World does not do that. So I don't know if it's just the way situations are set up at Disneyland or if they just feel like people will use it more over at Disneyland than they will at Disney World. I don't know. But yeah, that was one thing. You you pointed that out when we were at Oogie Boogie. You were like, well, what are the specialty photos? Where are the magic shots? And I'm like, I, you know what? I don't think that's such a thing over here. And that's true. If you are looking for those magic shots, Disney World wins, hands down. You got a ton of them that you can take 100%. over there. Um, one thing to point out that I'm thinking of in particular is, uh, the awesome magic shot that you can take with the headless horseman, uh, at Walt Disney World. Well, at mm-hmm. Disneyland, you actually have a big statue of, a th- of the headless horseman. <laughs> so you still kind of get the same thing, but, um, but it's not the same. Uh, so yeah, that's a, that's another good point to make again, depending on where your preferences are or what you're looking for. They are not the same thing at both parks. And we don't know exactly why they do that or, or what the reasoning is. If there's a PhotoPass cast member out there that ever wants to come on and have a discussion with us and tell us all the tips and tricks and everything you know about PhotoPass, we would love to have you. Um, but uh, that would be something to keep in mind when you go. Um, the PhotoPass is included with Disneyland. It is not included at, at Walt Disney World. However, you have less options at Disneyland than you do at Disney World when it comes to both character meet and greets and magic shots. So. Yeah. And there were plenty of, um, in California, there were definitely plenty of photographers available. So you could take pictures that were available. The same pictures that were available during the day were available during the party. But when I spoke to the PhotoPass photographer, when I spoke to the multiple managers that I actually asked because PhotoPass was like, Hey, I'm not sure. Go ask them. They all were very like, huh? When I was like, so do you guys have any party exclusive photos? They were like, huh, almost like they'd never heard of that before. <laughs> and out here, they would be like, yeah, here's the 75 options that you have. You know, right. I only have three, but go find the guy down there. Like, so it was just interesting. And I do think a lot of it has to do with the type of vacation, right? So Disneyland people generally get people that, you know, are day guests or two days or three days at most. Whereas out here, you know, we get a lot of seven day families. Sometimes we get two week families. So I think it's a little, um, it's just a little bit different of of the type of vacation. Um, but yeah, that was a call out last night. I thought that was very interesting. I was like, okay, weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. Uh, but yeah, interesting. That's a, a get, good, again, good comparison between both sides of, of both coasts, I guess. Um, all right. What else is that, uh, Mickey's Not So Scary, that you love uh, to do? All right. Let's do it. Let's get into the real nitty gritty. Fireworks. Okay. All right. So um, we did the fireworks last night. They were unbelievable so um patty forced me like twisted my arm and forced me to watch the fireworks at disneyland you liar (laughs) liar (laughs) liar so (laughs) actually i wanted to see the fireworks every single day and you know weather in california as well as other other things that were happening in Oogie Boogie Bash and all that good stuff. So I, we had one opportunity to see the fireworks in California, and I'm so glad I saw them. The Halloween fire, fireworks in California are not a part of the party. They are part of everyday Disneyland operations. For me, 
Sign me up. I would watch these every day, twice a day. Um, Patty would take a nap on the pavement. <laughs> Why you got to call me out like that? <laughs> I, I just wanted – I wanted to – I wanted people to understand just how much there was a lack of engagement. <laughs> how absolutely unbothered and uninterested I was. Correct. Well, like, like <laughs> given the choice of doing things, this was the better option. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, as you guys also know, I don't love parades or fireworks. They're just like, they're not my, they're not my must do kind of thing. I am definitely the ride girl. I would much rather ride. Big Thunder Mountain three more times than sit and wait for in my spot um, for the fireworks to happen. It's not, don't get me wrong, it's not that I don't enjoy a good fireworks show. I actually really like fireworks. I'm just not as obsessed with it as some people, and I don't feel the need to, like, you know, park myself for literal hours on end waiting for them to come. Um, luckily, we didn't have to wait hours. I think we walked up about an hour before it started and found an okay spot. And I don't even think it was that long. It, it may not have been. It might have been a little bit less. I, I know it was a, a long enough for me to get up and go to the bathroom like three times. So come on. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be at least 45 minutes. Um, but we, we, we did sit and we watched the fireworks uh, from this spot on Main Street. And I was kind of watching Jane's face as she was watching it, trying to decide if this is as good as it is at Disney World, is it not as good as it was for Disney World? And when you were finished, when it was all over, what was your response? I was like, oh my God, this is so great. It's the, they're like the best fireworks I've ever seen. I mean, not, they're not, but um, <laughs> they were so good. Like I talked about them for a good like four days. Yeah. there's And Disneyland does a couple of different cool things with their Halloween fireworks that Walt Disney World doesn't do. They um, do. So I think that also probably pulled Jane in a little bit more in that moment because Absolutely. she got to, yeah, you got to see Zero uh, from, yes! uh, yeah, from Night Nightmare Before Christmas, like fly, Zero flies around the castle. Um, and there's like this blow up balloon that they put projections of the villain's faces on whenever a villain comes on and is singing their song or doing their thing, like, Anyway, it just it kind of all ties it together. Uh, so she really did love it. Uh, what did you think about now that you saw that and comparing it in some way to Walt Disney World? Does it compare at all? Are they two completely different things and you can't compare them? Do you like one over the other? Do you think they're both just equally as awesome? Like, where, where do you land on this? I think they're both equally as awesome. And it okay. is just going to come down to, like, a preference thing. Gotcha. So um, I absolutely love seeing zero fly that was such a highlight for me i'm like a four-year-old like i'm like oh my god like it's ridiculous um there there are similarities between the show because that, that was a question that you would ask me when you mm -hmm. were like isn't this the same show they they do or or the same show they used to do and i was like i think this might be the old show but to be honest i hadn't seen the show for like two years and the show that we have at um, Disney World, which is called this one is called the Disney's Not So Spooky Spectacular. Okay, it is similar. There are parts of it that are exactly the same. So I'm not going to tell you which ones they are, but there are parts of it that the words, the songs, the fireworks are the same. They dance the same way. Like I was like, oh, okay, yes, I, this is definitely exactly like that. But we have a storyline that involves. Mickey, Goofy, Minnie, 
and a haunted house. And so there is a story that is told throughout it. Whereas, of course, um, the California version is much more villains focused. We do obviously have a villain section, but it is not the whole show. So there's definitely differences, but there's definitely similarities in them. We do perimeter fireworks out here. So that means that there are massive amounts of fireworks around Cinderella Castle. Part of the reason is she's so much bigger than our beautiful, wonderful, tiny castle (laughs) out in Disneyland that you have to put a lot more fireworks, a lot bigger fireworks over it in order to create the differential, right? Right. Because the comparison there is so different. Um, Sitting there watching them last night, we were just like, wow, these are so great. And really, we were like, oh, God, especially when you see Enchanted all the time. <laughs> it was Poor Enchanted. A, Poor, Poor Enchanted. En- enchanted. Enchantment. Enchant- I don't know what it is. Whatever Honestly, it is. It's goodbye. <laughs> enchantment. The, the thing before happily ever after. So... <laughs> um. Yeah, so I definitely think both of them were great. It was funny when um, one of my friends leaned over halfway through the fireworks and said, you know, they really should get zero to fly. Like they have Tinkerbell to fly. And I was like, (laughs) they do that in California. Um, So I think it's just going to become a preference thing. It has great things about Florida. I I think both are really spectacular shows. I would highly recommend them to either – And the Halloween fireworks in Florida are exclusive to the party. So if we're just talking party to party, Oogie Boogie Bash, no fireworks. Right. None. Right. Not So Scary has fireworks. They're exclusive. Only way to see them. Right. So so for fireworks, technically, I have to say Not So Scary beats Oogie Boogie Bash on fireworks. But Halloween season to season... We're probably 50-50. Okay. All right. I think okay. that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, and I and I think I agree with that even, you know, as somebody who doesn't care so much about fireworks. I like both shows. I've seen – I've seen – well, I haven't seen this this recent one, but I mean the one that they used to do at Mickey's Not So Scary. Um, I Again, I enjoy fireworks. I just don't enjoy like the standing around waiting for them to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I do think that that's a value add that you get at Mickey's Not So Scary that um, at Oogie Boogie Bash you don't you don't have. So absolutely, I can see that. Um, what's the other big thing that we love about these parties so much? When I say we, I mean you because <laughs> boo to you and. <laughs> Boo to you and boo to you and boo to you and boo to you and you. It's a bop. It's a bop. <laughs> it's a bop. Um, and don't get me wrong. I love the song for the, the I don't even know what they call the parade out there. Um, but as a parade girl, Mickey's not so scary. The boo to you parade. It is one of my all time favorites. You'll know that my other all time favorite parade is paint the night. Um, so between those two parks, Boo to You is spectacular. Um, it's longer, right? Didn't it feel longer? It is. It has, um, I think it has one, it actually had some different, like I noticed that there, there are similarities between the two of them. Mm -hmm. 
there are we definitely have an extra unit. We definitely have the farm unit with uh, Clucky McCluckerson. I don't know what her name is. Um, <laughs> she's a chicken. She clucks at you. <laughs> why? Why is that one even in the Halloween one? This I I I'm confused as to what the purpose it's, of that. I is. think it's fall. Oh, okay. It, I you know what? And I remember it used to be something else. Like they changed it. Okay. So years and years ago, it was the same float, but it had different. I want to say it used to be Goofy and Clarabelle. Uh huh. Um, but they changed it. Okay. So, but there are a few f- different floats that California has at Oogie Boogie Bash that we don't have. But more so, what I noticed was okay, both parades both have Headless Horseman mm-hmm. who rides prior. Mm-hmm. Now, This is the part where we talk about enthusiasm. (laughs) And we've talked about this before. Disney World, please, you have to listen up. This is important. This is important. When the Headless Horseman rode in California, right behind them was three lovely folks whose job is to pick up the poo of the horse. (laughs) If it goes along the trail. And when those three people came down the road, the crowd went wild for them. I'm telling you. I am telling you. I was so tickled and so pleased on their behalf because it wasn't even just like one random section that happened to think it was hilarious and yay, 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 and we're going to cheer them on. It was the entire street. As they walked down, as they turned (laughs) the corner, we could hear the cheers go up for the pooper picker uppers. I don't know what their official terminology is. And people appreciated the job that they were doing and let them know. And they had huge smiles on their faces. They were not mad at all that this was their job. They were loving it. And that, my friends is California. <laughs> it is. It is. And and if you have not listened to the episode where I don't know which episode I talked about it in, but when I went to Disneyland over the summer, um it was the um Electric Light Parade was playing and I will tell you that I've seen this parade a million times. I was personally in the parade many many years ago, so it is like dear to my heart. There were people that were banging on the garbage cans, screaming, hooting, and hollering for every single unit, every single cast member that went by. And this wasn't one night, because at first I was like, uh, maybe there are other cast members. Maybe they know them. Like, right, maybe right. No, this was multiple nights in a row. We were like, y'all, California's just got a different vibe. <laughs> it absolutely does. They are so appreciative out there during their parades. This is also, you know, something that you need to know. If you ever go to Disneyland when a new parade is dropping like that week, I have seen this. People will walk in 100%. the gates, rope drop <laughs> the gates, and pick their spot on Main Street or pick their spot up in the hub. And basically park there and be like, I'm not moving. I will stay here. For the whole day. For the whole day until the parade happens or until the fireworks happen, if it's a new show or whatever. They take things legit seriously when it comes to these experiences over on the West Coast. Um, I don't know, pride of ownership because it's a quote unquote locals park. I don't know what the answer is, but I love it. And I think it's- I love it. 
it's so cool to see. And we need some more of that energy. So my Walt Disney World locals, I need y'all to step it up. I need you to be a little bit more appreciative because pooper scoopers need some love too. Okay. I agree. Now, I, I, I'll i be honest. I don't remember the pooper scoopers even going by. So I don't think we actually had them last night. Oh, okay. All right, all right. But we did walk behind um, the rope carriers, which is the end of the parade where they have the VN sign and they carry the rope and they're reeling up the ropes on the side of the road. We walked behind them and those people did not get a round of applause. Well, boo. So if you, you are a <laughs> rope carrier cast member I would like to give you a shout out and claps and cheers. And we appreciate you for carrying the the end banner. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. See, and this is, again, it's, I guess it's just different vibes. And I think a lot of that comes with the idea of the vacationer versus, you know, a a lot more locals over at at Disneyland that they probably feel differently about it. Um, But anyway, so we're going to give boo to you the props uh for the uh for the parade um the other one yes. is called the frightfully fun parade and i don't know very though similar. i it's very similar i have to ask you though was your was your doctor facilier as good on the west coast i mean on the east coast as he was on the west coast cuz we had a phenomenal doctor facilier he was he was good. He was okay. good. All right. Because that was part of our like, oh my God, why is Dr. Facilier so good in like every single place that you see him? Okay. So um yeah, I would say that he's as good. Um California has him on a float. We did not have him on a float. He is a walking character. Um and I would say the one thing that I really finally was able to notice, our floats are so much larger. Okay. I don't know if that was because um, I don't know if that's because of just like perspective, like maybe the road I was in was a little tighter and a little taller. So it made our floats look taller. I don't, I don't know. I don't really understood. Like it could have been a perspective thing, but I was like, these floats are massive. And I felt like the Oogie Boogie Bash floats were a little more condensed and smaller. And I felt like ours were more vibrant. Um, so, well, yeah, I am. Oh, and also, obviously, our song is better than the other one, which, by the way, is the other one has my like second favorite Halloween song in it. But the Boot You Parade, 150 percent, hands down, best Halloween parade. So uh, as far as this, the size of the floats and I'm just I'm guessing here, I'm spitballing throwing this out here. So back in the day, um, at, well, I lived in Arizona when we started going to it. It was Mickey's Halloween party, and Mickey's Halloween yes. party happened in the Disneyland park, not in um, not in in Disney California Adventure. Now, yes. Disneyland Park, as you all should know, is literally the original park that Walt made, and he they they, they made improvements when they came to the West Coast as far as like size and scale and scope. Because they discovered, you know, that they had made things, I mean, it's crazy to say, but they made things too small at Disneyland, mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, so I'm wondering if, if those floats, the first um, the first two, two years that we went to Mickey's 
Halloween time, Mickey's party, I don't think there was a parade. And I remember thinking, oh, Mm. well, this stinks. Like, I know Walt Disney World has the parade because I'd already been going to Mickey's Not So Scary at that point. And I was kind of disappointed that there was no boo to you because, hi, boo to you, right? Um, But I do remember one year, like, it was a big announcement that they were having this frightfully fun parade and it's brand new and that that we were getting the Headless Horseman, which was, uh, you know, obviously a really cool big thing to do. So I'm just wondering if if you're not wrong, like, if those parade floats are smaller because they were originally built to go down the Disneyland streets, which are definitely – more condensed and a little tighter, corners are tighter, everything's just, it's smaller, you know, uh, physically, you know, uh, less to work with um, there. Now, when you switch parks and you put it over at Disney California Adventure, you do have some more space because yes. that park was built much later and they learned like they did in Walt Disney World to make a little bit more space on the streets for a variety of reasons. Um, so I, I bet I bet that's that's a good observation. And I bet that's the reason why or that could possibly be the reason why is that it was, an, it was a parade that was originally made for a park that they had to make the, the floats smaller. Again. Yeah. And it was more so hyped, that anybody Which that, makes sense. Yeah. Anybody that can confirm that, anybody that knows anything about these things, feel free to reach out to us in any way, form you want to, um, because we are curious and we always like to, to learn about the background of things. Uh, all right. So what else are we leaving off? We've talked about, oh, stage shows. You had a stage show. We, we Oogie Boogie does not have a stage show, so... No, it does not. And so that was the one last thing I really wanted to touch on. Um, actually, I have one last thing to touch on for the party. And then I do just want to touch a little bit on Halloween overall as mm-hmm. a, a season. Um, we have the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular, which is a castle stage show featuring the live action, live actor people, uh, Sanderson sisters, mm-hmm. um, as well as all of the villains come out and um, do like a little show with them. So the, it's shown a few times during the party. It's actually a pretty long show. It's 22 minutes. So it's like, it's not just like a quick, Hey, we're going to run out and like do one thing and then like move on its way. It's a 22 minute show. Um, it is shown one, two, three times during the party so it is 8.35, 10.45, and 12 a.m., and that's through the end of September. And then in October, they add an additional show at 7.40 p.m. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The best part about this is that they have a midnight show. The, the party itself ends at midnight. So the fact that you're able to say, so for us, we watched Boo to You in the back of the park. Boo to You runs from um, Frontierland right by Splash Mountain, and it runs towards the front of the park. We watched the parade in the back of the park at 11.15. It was over by 11.30. We hit a couple of other candy stops, hopped on Haunted Mansion. And then once we got off Haunted Mansion, it was 11.58. We got one more candy stop in, and then we were heading towards the front to go home. And don't you know, they had started the show at the castle. So it's midnight. The party is done. And... Great. We still have 22 more minutes Mm -hmm. because we can stand and watch the show. I would not like get there early. Like there would be none of that. And I certainly for me personally, and I like Hocus Pocus, I'm not going to waste my party time watching a castle show. Mm -hmm. It was a great show. Mm -hmm. It was a great show. And we were walking. 
it's hard to explain, but we had such a great spot. Like you don't have to be in the hub to really see the show. So we were on the like backside, like, you know, when you walk by the popcorn, if you're coming out from Liberty Square and there's the popcorn carts that are on the side. Yeah. And we were walking towards Main Street. So like on that like side pathway going towards Casey's. Right. We were there and we turned around and we had a perfect clear shot view of the entire castle stage. Awesome. So we just stood there on the side. There was no one in front of us. Like, I mean, obviously there's plenty. There's thousands of people in the hub. But the perspective, because you're further back, you can see over every person. Where like if you're in the hub and you're in the crowd – People are, you know, holding their kids up. You'll, you know, for me, I'm not incredibly tall, but like, you know, if you get, if I get behind a six foot person, I can't see. Right. Um, right. So like step back and it'll make it a whole lot easier, but it was a great show. It's just, it's a lot of fun. You get to see all the villains up on stage. You get to see the Sanderson sisters in action. You know, there's, there's some singing, there's some fireworks, there's, it's a good time. Um, and I was like, oh, I was like, so we have this little castle show that there is no show at Oogie Boogie Bash. So, you know, there are differences. Yeah, I, I actually do think there's a there is a I and I can't can't come up with the name of it off the top of my head right now. But I think there's some uh, character Mickey Mouse like kitty type show that happens in like the um, there's a what am I trying to call this thing? Anyway, I think there is a show at Oogie Boogie. We were sitting right across from it and people came out right before our parade and, you know, had to go find a place. But it's like a, it's inside a building and it's uh, Mickey Mouse centric, I think. And um, obviously we did not go to it. So we have no comments on if it was good, bad, whatnot. But um, I saw a bunch of little kids coming out of that show with their parents when it ended. So there is. Interesting. Yeah, there is something that happens. We just didn't expect experience it so no hate mail from anybody that's like we do have a show we do have a show Eh, you do but um we're talking about um i think the castle show is different and you know again that's something that you can only get there at walt disney world during the party um and i have a feeling that you could probably get this um mickey mouse halloween show like during the day Anyone want to correct me on that? Please feel free. I am not proud. So go ahead and let me know. Um, We just, I didn't have my kids with me. And in fact, my kids are too old for that at this point. So we probably wouldn't have even looked into it even if I had my kids. Uh, So certainly feel free to let me know what that's all about. And uh, we'll share it with the the, the Facebook group and let them know um, how that experience went down for you. Uh, So. I did just pull it up. It is called the Mickey's Trick and Treat. And it says, watch Mickey Mouse and friends as they headline a live show filled with not so scary Halloween tales. Okay. So I knew there was something. I knew they had something, but I just didn't know what it was. Okay. Yes. Good. Good. Solve that mystery. (laughs) Soon millions will make Medicare coverage decisions for next year. And United Healthcare can help you feel confident about your choices. For those eligible, Medicare annual enrollment runs from October 15th through December 7th. If you're working past age 65, you might be able to delay Medicare enrollment depending on your employer coverage. It can seem confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Visit UHCMedicareHealthPlans.com to learn more. United Healthcare, helping people live healthier lives. 
Yeah, so I would say, I mean, obviously I did not check out this um, this live show out at the Oogie Boogie Bash, um, but I did check out the show at Mickey's Not So Scary, but um, I really did actually love the show very, very much at Mickey's Not So Scary, and I do really love that the timing of it means that you're not wasting precious uh, gimme candy time, so <laughs> I'm going to give the show win to Mickey's Not So Scary. All right, fair, fair, fair. Uh, okay, overall, overall feel. Um, you mentioned before Walt Disney World felt like the sh- it was very packed, like it was a, a very a full party, not so yes. much on the limited tickets being sold situation. Um, I didn't feel that way at Oogie Boogie, and we were actually there. I for didn't either. D twenty three Expo, and they had a special. You had to be a D twenty three member night, which you can be a free member. So it's honestly, it wasn't like. Uh, I'm a free member. It's 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 not like you had to, you know, put any extra real effort into going to this night. So I don't feel it was limited in that sense. But I never felt crowded. I never felt um, like the lines were too long. I felt like everything just moved along swimmingly. So for that perspective, I think we have to give the Disneyland party uh, the nod. And that was a Saturday night. That was even a you know, a, a weekend night, and it was it was a comfortable feel for um, for for what we were trying to accomplish that night. Correct. Yeah, and and I kept trying to I kept trying to call it back last night. I was like, was it this crowded? But I was just so excited and so I ignored <laughs> it. Or like, I was pulling back to like, is it was it cooler there? Because it was. It was. We had a little bit cooler party in California than we mm-hmm. had last night. Although to be honest. Like, we raved about last night's weather, and, I mean, if you look up last night's weather, it was still 80-whatever and super humid and all that good stuff. But, you know, we live in Florida, so we were like, oh, it's not 112 and there's no rain. Like, oh, my God, what a perfect day. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, I, um, I, I I felt like, you know, I don't like crowds, and so I never right. felt any issue with Oogie Boogie, so that's... No, same, same. Yeah. I was never like, oh, I'll skip this because it's too crowded and I'll sit yep. over here, and that yep. was exactly what I was doing last night. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. Um, in the end, uh, I mean, this is a dumb question to ask you, but is paying the extra price for these parties, is it worth it? It's worth it. I mean, you know, even with the extra people and the longer lines, like I said, it was like the earlier on in the party, I was at not so scary. I was like starting to get frustrated. I was like, you know, Oogie Boogie's are so much better. And so like now I'm just like tainted, right? Like it's going to ruin my thing. (laughs) And then once we hit the fireworks and it was literally one after the, it was like the fireworks and then, you know, right on to the parade and the Sanderson sisters show. Like once we just did all of those things, I was like, no, it, it, it has its greatness. Um, so I'm definitely not going to skip it. Um, Mickey's Not So Scary will always be on my list of highlights at Walt Disney World that I do every year. Although I do have um, a trip that we discussed last night that next year we will take a trip that will overlap so we can attend two Oogie Boogie Bashes because why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, make sure there's room in that trip for me, okay? Because I'm coming. Um, of course. Of absolutely. Course. Absolutely love um, both parties. Uh, general Halloween at both parks thoughts, because this was also your first experience for Halloween at Disneyland. Um, obviously, you know, Halloween is a big deal to you. How did you feel between, you know, 
both both coasts um did you think that disney you know lived up to the reputation of bringing it when it comes to halloween this year um Disneyland and Disneyland California, which I will probably refer to Disneyland, meaning the entire resort complex. Mm-hmm. Um, Disneyland does California, does Halloween like no other. Um, just on – so if you don't even attend a party, you're just going for the day or or two days or whatever, the Halloween decorations are everywhere. The Halloween feel is everywhere. There's the giant – the giant Mickey pumpkin when you walk into Main Street. There's the decorations that are over the marquees when you're coming through the turnstiles at both parks. There's decorations all throughout the parks, signs. There's pop-up photo ops all throughout the parks. Cars Land is completely decorated. You get the overlays in Haunted Mansion Holiday. You get the monsters after um, Guardians of the Galaxy, monsters after dark. Just the overall feel... I mean, even the the um, the Mater ride, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, yep, and yep. also um, Luigi's, which you know want to talk about underrated rides. <laughs> Luigi's is my guy. Um, the Luigi's ride, both of those have Halloween overlays to them, and these are every day. And overall, like if you're not going for a party, you are just going for experience and decorations. Disneyland, hands down. They bring it. They kill it. This is the place to be. You come here to Florida and it's like, what is Halloween? Oh, no. Oh, no. We've ruined you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree with you, you know, No, don't get I me felt, wrong. I felt like Disneyland does this particular holiday so much better. Um, so much better. Christmas, oh, I, I think, is a little bit more equitable on both coasts because I agree. Each park does so much more, and so I, I, I won't say that it's just better overall on everything. But I will say for Halloween, my again, my Disney money for Halloween is going to be going out to the West Coast from here on out because I just felt like Absolutely. it was better. Yeah, Absolutely. And for again, for families who love who may have little kids, I am not a little kid, um, or, you know, people who love characters or whatever, Mickey, Chippendale, Goofy, Donald, Minnie, Daisy, all of them in their Halloween costumes every day at Disneyland with your day ticket. This is not an extra. So we got those photos with those characters just by showing up in the park on our regular ticket and, and they don't out do here, that we at don't Disney have World. That. Yeah, you don't do that no. at Disney World. They save it for they're the party. They're only with the party. Yes, oh, they're only with I, the party. I don't think I I don't think I had like connected that until you just said that. But I, now I feel very spoiled about Disneyland's Halloween because it I is, love the characters. Yes. I love those costumes and I love those experiences. You also got that cute little um, cavalcade where they came down and they were yes. in costumes and it was like a Halloween themed cavalcade as well. Um, so yeah, I, I gotta say I'm with you on this. Uh, Disneyland gets the Halloween love. I mean, I, when I walked in last night, and you know, we have beautiful decorations in Magic Kingdom. I don't want to downplay them. We get the beautiful light up pumpkins. One of my favorite things is looking at the different pumpkins and understanding that the pumpkins correlate to the um, to the stores that they're around or their placement on Main Street. Um, we get the scarecrows that are in the uh, what do you call that? Like the city hall area when you first walk in. Mm-hmm. So the scarecrows that are in there and the scarecrows represent 
the like flagship locations that are along Main Street. So one of them is dressed up like a ball player for Casey's. One of them is um, a baker for the confectionery and the bakery. So um, it's interesting, like the little things that they put in Magic Kingdom that are different than they do in uh, Disneyland. So we have that and it's really adorable. We did have the ugly Cinderella pumpkins, which I understand why they exist, but I can't wait for our 51st or 52nd birthday because that needs to go. The joyful and always welcomed beautiful Mickey pumpkin wreaths were a glow all around the hub as they should be. But if you go to any of our other parks, Halloween does not exist. With the exception of snacks, we love to sell you a good sugar snack here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird to me that, um, you know, that in particular, I would have thought Hollywood would have leaned into it a little bit more. You've got the right? Tower of Terror right there. Like, that's if that doesn't <laughs> scream a Halloween opportunity, then I don't know what does. But um, it's an interesting point to make is that they just they don't do it at both parks where Disneyland or at all four parks, but Disneyland does it at both parks. And um, so, right. you, you know, you get your more, more bang for your buck if you're looking for those Halloween experiences and you get it on it, on both sides. Like, it's not like. DCA is less dressed up <laughs> than um, Disneyland. So either park you choose to go to, you're going to get your Halloween fix. But I'm telling you, you there, there is nothing that beats that big Mickey pumpkin when you walk in. It's it's my favorite. It's absolutely <laughs> it's, my favorite. It's just like, I mean, I literally started crying. Like I was, <laughs> I am that ridiculous. I am that level of a ridiculous Disney adult that I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um. But, like, it's just so great. And, like, you don't get to see that everywhere else. You don't. You don't. Out here, we're just... Oh, and you know what? Listen, I know not everybody drives into Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party because most people stay on property, so you may not necessarily know this. But we used to have... Um, on party nights, they used to inflate a giant Mickey pumpkin balloon over the parking structure. Mm-hmm. So as you came through the parking structure to park your car, it would be up. And that was also so stupid and one of like the joys of that party. And it was not there. Uh, yeah. I And now that you've said that, I remember seeing it in the past. And I want to say it hasn't been there for a couple of years now. Well, I mean, it definitely hasn't been there since 2019. 20, we didn't have a party. 21, they didn't care about us. So, I mean, this is the first time Mickey's Not So Scary has been back since 2019. It was there in 2019. Yep, yep, yep. Because I would have complained about it then. <laughs> no, it is a you highlight. A point. You have a point. It's a highlight. It's a small. It's a, the small things, but it's those small touches that we come to, uh, frankly, expect from Disney, and that also makes them stand out. It's why we're not spending our Halloween dollars at Six Flags or that other place that is way too scary for most of us. <laughs> Y'all, if you want to know why I don't go to Halloween Horror Nights, ask me. You know what? I'll just drop it in the Facebook group. Okay. All right. I want to There is a photo series of uh, Zombie Cap that came to take a picture with Patty and I. 
And it literally explains why I cannot go to Halloween Horror Nights. It's so great. Like I knew, I knew the whole time you were there. I was looking for you. And yet you still managed to scare the crap out of me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was amazing. (laughs) It was amazing. amazing. (laughs) All right. Well, we hope this kicks off your, you know, the last 30 days of spooky season. Uh, We're going to have this one edited and dropped um, just in time for the first week of October. And, uh, you know, come, come ask your questions. Chime in. Let us know how you feel about Halloween at the Disney parks. We're we're ready to really kick off. I mean, we've kind of been into Halloween since the middle of August, to be honest. Um, but we're really ready to embrace October and to just go forward with that. First and foremost, watch Hocus Pocus too. You're gonna love it. I think you're gonna love it. I think um, I think it's better than the last one. But again, I didn't like the last one, so you may all feel differently. But I I really enjoyed it. It's a good story. Also, just a note, we just spent this whole hour and a half talking about these uh, specialty parties at Oogie Boogie Bash and Mickey's Not So Scary Party. And the, the terrible answer is they are sold out for the rest of this year. But we share all this information in hopes that it excites you and it interests you enough that you want to plan that trip for next year or you want to pay attention when those tickets go on sale next year. Both both parks are completely sold out for this year. Halloween is a big deal. If it's something you want to do in the future, if it sounds like something that you're interested in, uh, feel free to ask us any of the questions that you want and we'll be happy to give you our experiences in the in the Facebook group. And I think you know how to find us, right, Jane? You can email us at no guilt Disney podcast. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Guys, I haven't done this. I haven't I haven't messed up that email address in so long. Um, <laughs> you can email us at no guilt Disney pod at gmail.com. Add a girl. <laughs> or you can find us on this podcast by subscribing. We love that. We're here about Every couple of weeks or so. <laughs> um, but join us and... Oh, but join us because as Patty likes to say... <laughs> I'm not great at this. <laughs> Teresa, we need you back. <laughs> That's right. Where's Teresa? <laughs> it is no fun to fangirl Halloween 365 at Disney alone. Bye, y'all. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees at Point Park University. Learn at Point Park's downtown Pittsburgh campus, online, or a flexible hybrid format. Learn more at pointpark.edu. Advance your career with a graduate degree from Point Park University. Choose from more than 20 Point Park master's and doctoral degrees. Learn online at your convenience or at Point Park's downtown Pittsburgh campus. Learn more at pointpark.edu graduate.